Welcome to Quit Bleeping Around, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve more in life. Here's your host, Christina Eanes. Hey, Super Achievers. In this episode, I'm interviewing Ray Roach. Ray is an author, speaker, intuitive, and authenticity coach, helping others to find their voice, their truth. Welcome, Ray. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Well, when I was looking through some of your work, I thought, because we're so similar in what we're doing about helping people get out of their own way, mm-hmm. I thought I had to have you on to talk to listeners. Thank you so much. Of course. So to start us out, can you share, and um, I know this is a loaded question, but can you share a little bit about your your background? What brought you to what you're doing today? Yes. Um, when I'm asked this question, I truly never know where to start. and. Uh, I, so to get like ramp all the way up to where I am today, um, I think it has to go back to my childhood and where we all have some sort of childhood uh, trauma. Mine was not, I really didn't have anything except we moved around a lot as when I was young and I never had a sense of belonging. And I can remember when I was really young, I used to think that I was switched at birth because I thought there was absolutely no way this family that said I belong to them, I actually belong to because we were so different and I felt so different from them that I would actually get, my grandparents have 180 years in Oklahoma, and I would get in the top of the weeping willow tree and wait for my family to come get me. Well, they never did because they were actually in the house underneath the tree. So, so, but my, but my whole life was that feeling of not belonging, not knowing who I was, not understanding anything about where I was supposed to be going because my family didn't fit into my mindset. And it wasn't until I had a really devastating divorce in all aspects of the word, financially, emotionally, mentally, physically, the whole thing had this divorce that I was found myself at rock bottom. And when I was at rock bottom, I realized that there was only two ways to get out. One was to check out and one was to crawl out. And I couldn't check out because my sons, who are now 24 and 26, were only 14 and 16 at the time. Well, we're glad you didn't. Thank you. Me too. So I started crawling out. And what I realized while I was in this crawling out of this, you know, deep pit of despair, if you want to call it that, that I thought at first I I I I'd lost myself. But what I came to realize was that I really never knew myself. And my true background is I graduated with a degree in finance. I went back to school. I have a pre-law degree. I um, decided I wanted to do human resources. So I have the SHRM certificate. I did back then. I don't anymore. I had a SHRM certificate for human resources. I did facilities. I did admin. I did everything. I even went to retail and became a a store manager for a retail store, trying to figure out who I was and trying to figure out what I was here for. And once I figured that out, I found I had a passion to help others navigate their way out of the pain of not knowing who they are, of not being seen, of not understanding where they're heading, and helping them to remember who they wanted to be before the world told them who they should be. And I realized that I had put on so many masks 
that when my house of cards collapsed, I was in a state of seek and and rescue. So that's when I started truly on this path that I'm on now, helping other people get out of their own way, get out of their own darkness and their own self-limiting beliefs so that they can live what they're truly here to do and live in in a passion, passion passion-filled and joy-filled life. And I saw some of your work that you'd posted on, um, it, it sounds like it's a, a course that people can go through or a program. It's Flow Through Life. Can you share what that is? Oh, certainly. Uh, flow is an acronym for forgive yourself, leave the past behind, open yourself to the possibilities so that you can then write the future of your dreams. I found that when I was going through these stages in my life to finding the real, true, authentic me, that I had to stop pointing the finger of blame and I had to start taking responsibility for my own actions and reactions and the reasons behind them, which meant I truly had to turn inward. And I found that the first thing I had to do was to forgive myself for all of those things that I had done to and about myself and around. And like I said, the finger pointing that it came from within and I had to forgive myself first before I could ever start the journey towards anything else. Yeah. Compassion. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. What about leaving the, the past behind? But when you, once you forgive yourself, then you realize a lot of that forgiveness has to do with the past. So you have to, at that point, then begin to leave the past behind. Because if you bring your past with you, so many of us do on a daily basis, if you bring your past with you into your present, you affect your future. You're not able to live the life that you were brought here to, to live. So I, I take right. you through steps in each of the the four cla- the four courses the four lessons. I take you through steps so that you can learn to leave the past behind and you can start living your day in today. Because our past is merely the facts that brought us to where we are today. Yeah, and the only way we can change the past is by changing today. I love that. So if we change today in our mindset and say I'm no longer going to let you past dictate my future we thus have changed it and then we start living looking for the opportunities seeing the opportunities that are in front of us seeing you know some people say you're so lucky you things just happen for you you know and the whole point is everybody has the same luck everybody has the same abundance everybody has the same opportunities it's what we choose to do at that point whether we take them Go for them or say, oh, I can't do that, but that's not for me. They can do it, but me. My, my aunt, I love her so, my aunt Nina, always used to say, if a cruise around the world was a nickel, all I could do is stand on the dock and say, damn, that was cheap. <laughs> So the, whole, so the whole point, and that, that's my, that was my whole family's mindset is we're just in this, this little, and that's what they, that's what they need to do. And that's, that's their journey and that's okay. But that wasn't my journey. So I was off to, off to see the world, but to open yourself to those possibilities that are in front of each and every one of us. But if we can't forgive ourselves and leave the past behind, we can't see that opportunity as, as for us. Yeah. So once you see those opportunities, you've already left the past, you've forgiven yourself, then you just write, you write the rest of your, 
life. You write the rest of your your world. You write the rest of your dreams are now yours to write. Your reality is what you make it. But we can't see it when we're stuck in this blame, shame, guilt, finger pointing, past, they did, she did kind of mindset. So I walk you through ways to overcome that and ways that'll work for you, which may not work for somebody else. So I give you a lot of different um, um, exercises, questions, resources to start on your journey to finding you, your truth, and your authenticity through the course. I love that. We have to clear out the the baggage essentially so that we can see all the opportunities that are in front of us. Exactly. Exactly. So that you can flow. <laughs> flow through life. Because <laughs> it is, it's once you clear that out, it is like you're flowing. And, and you talk a little bit uh, in your work about limiting beliefs. Can you share more about that? Well, the limiting beliefs are the things you have, uh, your ego in your mind, um, the ego is there for checks and balances because without light, you can't have dark. Without good, you can't have bad. It's that balance that nature needs. And your ego is supposed to balance out that. But what happens is we get so bogged down by societal pressures that you can't go after what you want. You can't be what you want. You can't do what you want because you're selfish, because you're this, because you're that. All of these things that society, family, external friend, whatever, put on you, somewhere, somehow you've started to believe those. And so now they become limiting to you in finding your truth and the life that you truly want to live. And when you get to that point, all you do is just stay in that hamster wheel of I can't, they can, not me, I'm not worthy, I'm not loved, I'm not whatever, whatever your story is, you stay in that, in that little hamster wheel. And until you can start to change those limiting beliefs and see what they are, once you change them, flip the switch is what I tell my clients. When you flip the switch on that, then you start seeing that that really wasn't truth because your mind does not know the difference between a truth or a lie. All it knows is what you tell it. And when you tell it, I'm not worthy, I'm not loved, I'm not whatever the limiting belief is, your mind goes out to look for affirmations to that statement that you've just told it. So it goes out and looks for, I'm not worthy, so something will happen, you go, see, I'm not worthy, see, somebody else got it, not me. And it just starts to get this huge, ugly fog around you that you can't seem to get out of. And trust me, I know, because I've been there. You can't seem to get out of, and every time you try to get out, you get, you know, like, like the horror film, you get yanked back into the, you know, to the cloud of doom, you get yanked back in. But if you start flipping the switch and telling your mind you are, you can, you do, then your mind starts again looking for those affirmations of that statement that you gave it. So the whole thing is flipping the switch on your self-limiting beliefs. I love that. So how does one uh, identify a self-limiting belief if they're so mired in the, the fog? You truly have to be ready to accept that these self-limiting beliefs are yours only because you believe they're yours. They came from something. I worked with a woman. She wanted to get up for work. She had to get up and, and talk in front of people, and she couldn't. So she came and said, why can't I, why can't I do this? So we just kept asking questions, going back, doing, doing the work, doing the shadow work, and found out that 
back in middle school, she and her friends were at a dance at a little you know school dance, and she they were all dancing, having fun. And now the corner of her eyes, she saw the cool kids laughing and pointing at them, and she realized from that mm. point yeah. on that she slowly just stopped getting in front of people, just slowly stopped doing things because she believed that small moment that those people thought she looked funny and believed it. And that went way into her thirties. And now she gets up in front of the people because she knows people are going to like you or they're not going to like you. (laughs) Yeah. They're going to believe what you say or they're not going to believe what you say. You just have to be sure in yourself that what you're giving is truth. It may not be truth to somebody else, but it is your truth and you're speaking from your heart. And that's what's the most important thing is that you speak from your heart. But so many of us can't get to the core of our heart and can't lead from a heart-centered space because we're not used to that and we've been so shut down that living in that space can sometimes be painful. Because we don't know how to live in it authentically. So I, I can tell that that would be also a way to identify limiting belief is just <clears throat> something keeps popping up or you keep feeling held back in an area. And then that mm-hmm. then you can contact someone like Ray and get uh, okay. get down to the, the base, the, the, ba- the foundation of that limiting belief right. that's behind right. that. Yeah. Because a limiting belief is anything that keeps you from doing something that you really want to do. Yeah. And that could be anything. That could be anything. Right. And all you have to do is identify what that limiting belief is and start working backwards. And then once you do that, you're clearing that out. Then you open yourself to possibilities and write your dreams. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You see how that flows. Yes. It flows very well. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Yes. I know Um, it does because I did it. (laughs) I know. (laughs) So now you also have uh, some other uh, services and products out there. Can you share a little bit for the listeners if they want to learn more? Are you talking about my holistic kind of approach, or are you? Yeah, talking- all the like you. I think you do coaching and workshops and speaking and oh, that kind oh, of I'm stuff. Sorry. Yes, I do. I do that as well. Yeah. Um, my whole. I have always my entire life, and this is what I'm saying. Do remember who you wanted to be before the world told you who you should be. I always wanted mm. to get up in front of a large audience and talk. <laughs> I was like, I got a lot to say. Yep. <laughs> There's a lot going on in my mind and I need to know about it. So I always, always wanted to do that. But people would be like, what do you got to say? Who are you? So, and then I started believing and started limiting myself as to what I wanted to do. So a year and a half ago, I decided I'm done. I'm done with corporate slavery. I'm done with being everybody else's pawn in their bigger game of, I don't know. And I'm going to go do and be what I really know in my heart I'm supposed to be. And that that journey to that decision was so Mm. ridiculously painful. And there were so many times that I thought, oh, my God, I'm not going to make it. But I kept persevering because I knew each time I broke through one, there was another to break through. And each time I broke through it, the next one was not as difficult, not as long, not as hard. and more understanding I could get to it quicker. So when I get up and speak, I speak about those things. Mm -hmm. And when I workshops, I go in a little more uh, in depth, speak about the limiting beliefs, a particular one, learn to say no with ease and grace, um, finding your truth and your passion, you know, those types of things to help people start 
planting the seed so they can start looking at the things and why they make their decisions. Because I also teach a workshop on what is your personal core belief? So that you, when you have a core belief, your core value, all your decisions are typically made based on that core value and that core belief. And so many of us don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we make decisions based on everybody else's like, okay, okay, that sounds good. Oh, okay, that, okay I should. Okay. But when, <laughs> when you know your personal core belief and core value, that's like a direct roadmap to all your decisions. It makes it so much easier. So I teach a workshop on that as well how to find your core value and how to truly live under that. Do, do you want to, I have to tell you this. Do you want to know what my core value is? My personal core value? Sure. It's travel. Yeah. <laughs> I had told you earlier when we talked travel, when somebody asked me to do something, my first thought is, can I go somewhere with that? Do I get to travel with that? Do I get to learn something new? Do I get to experience something new? Do I get to go on some grand and glorious adventure with that? That's my first thought. Oh, there you go. To make the decision on that. And so I look at that and a lot of times it's not, and it goes to the next core value and, you know, things like that. Like what impact will I make? But my first thought is, can I travel with that thought with that? Are you taking me somewhere? (laughs) I am there. There you go. (laughs) So, yeah. So Ray is available to do speeches all over the world, folks. All over the world. world. (laughs) Cool. Or workshops now. And then uh, with the coaching, you can be anywhere really to coach. Yes. That is true. Yeah. I um, can do it anywhere in the world because I want to travel the world. Oh, I love that. So I will make sure your website is put in the show notes and um, the outro so individuals can go check it out. Um, Can you, so a lot of great information. I love flowing through life. Is there any final piece of advice or anything else you'd like to add? Um, I think... The, the one thing, we all have our journey to take, each and every one of us. But if I could offer your listeners one piece of advice, looking back on mine, it would be to not take things personally. Deep down, we all know who we are. And the more you allow other people's opinion to sway and direct your life's mission and, and plan, the further you get away from your purpose. And a favorite quote of mine of um, Dr. Wayne Dyer, I have many, he's my favorite, is other people's opinion of me is none of my business. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) When I finally embraced that, I finally said, you know what? I appreciate that's an interesting perspective. I appreciate that, but it's okay. I didn't believe what they had to say. I didn't take it personally because it didn't have anything to do with me because I know who I am now. So that's the one thing I would tell your listeners is don't take things personally. Work your way to you. Once you find you, it's all going to be good. Oh, I love it. Flow through life. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Flow to your life that you desire. There you go. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Ray. You're welcome. I appreciate you having me. If you'd like to learn more about Ray, visit her website at rayroach.com. That's R-A-E-R-O-A-C-H dot com. Did you know that time is not your most limiting resource? To find out how to increase your productivity and have more time to do the things you love, visit secrettosuperproductivity.com.